everybody. This is me, Amin. And this is Alex. And welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About. And uh, do we have a show for you today? So it is the Thursday or 28 July. Uh, yesterday, something major happened. Um, it's the most significant power outage uh, I think a lot of people has ever remembered. So we had a major power outage in Peninsular Malaysia. Uh, multiple states were affected: Klang Valley, uh, Penang, Pahang. Yeah, a lot of states are affected. Yeah, a few states were affected. So there were, and and uh, a lot of uh, services and also um, businesses were affected by this power outage. Apparently, 10% percent of the total energy consumption of the country uh, was 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 like kind of like wiped out yep. in the space of that uh, power outage. So in 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 today's episode we're going to talk about like what really happened uh, in this TNB power outage. And we're going to talk about like what are what questions did TNB answer? What information did they provide and what questions that did it that they didn't answer and what What information that they didn't provide and why, and uh, and also um, whether they did the right thing or not, and whether I mean for me it's like okay which one's better, worse to, uh, okay which one's worse <laughs> to not have electricity or not have water or not have internet so we'll talk about all this in in this episode. Um, first, I want to talk about what happened. Uh, yesterday. So what is the what 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 happened? Because I, I when I was home, uh, my my area was in Shalam, uh, Denai Alam, not really affected by the power outage. I didn't even realize there was a power outage. I think you were directly affected. So what happened actually? Yeah. So uh, yeah. So yesterday around twelve thirty nine. This is on twenty seven July on Wednesday. Mm. So the power there, there's a power outage in several areas. Mm. So like for me personally, I'm staying around Kepong, right? Yep. So I did. So I was having a shower at that time. Mm. When I finish my shower, I check my phone. Eh, how come my Wi-Fi is down? Mm. Then I check my phone settings. Eh, I can't see an access point. Uh. So initially, I thought that something's wrong with my iPhone. Like, oh my God, the the modem kaput. Uh. Then I realized, oh, there's no electricity. Mm. And turns out that the whole housing area is out. Okay. And then after that, we sent out a tweet on on Twitter. I also put a social media post on Facebook mm. asking, looks like there's a major power outage. Mm. Uh, can we confirm? Mm. Then a lot of you responded to us saying that mm. you're also having outages yep. in certain parts of the country. Mm. Some had electricity, some did not have. And after that, uh, TMB, uh, Tenaga uh. uh, National Berhad, issued uh-huh. a statement at about 1.30 acknowledging that there is a power outage and okay. they're still investigating and they're trying to restore as soon as possible. Mm. After that, about 2.39, they released an update saying that, oh, they identified a problem. Mm. So, several areas in Peninsula, Malaysia were affected mm. involving 2.2 gigawatts of power, which, like you said, represents 10% of the total supply demand for the entire West Malaysia. Okay. And eventually, uh, they f- they fully restored the supply at 3.02 p.m. Mm. So it was down for about two hours and 30 minutes around there. Uh-huh. And, but TMB said that um, most affected places were restored within 20 minutes, mm. but Klang Valley took a bit longer. Mm. Yeah, so they pinpoint the whole uh, situ- the whole cause of the problem to this Yongpeng North PMU, Penchawang Masok Utama, or in English, is transmission main intake. Okay. So during that time, A lot of things happen. Mm. Obviously, for homes, no electricity. For businesses who are running factory lines, mm. that also caused quite a lot of issues as well. So yep. imagine production line got stopped mm. and whatever they're making could be damaged or they need to be cleared or reset. Mm. So that caused quite a havoc. And we received um, po- uh, t- tweets as well saying that 
KIA has a power blackout issue. Mm. Um, KLCC is also blackout. Sunway Premier is also blackout. Mm. And also, um, there's reports by the Star saying mm. that some flights in Penang Airport were delayed as well as a result of the power outage. Mm. And after that, we've seen telcos issuing statements, I mm. think, from DG and Unify saying that, oh, some locations will be having service interruption. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, telcos will have backup power, but I think it looks like some places don't have any backup system. Mm. So that brought some services down. Mm. And not just that, uh, Rapid KL also issued a statement that um, some of the rail services are affected, particularly the Ampang and Street Patelier line. Mm. So they say that uh, they ask. Uh, commuters to find alternative transport mm. and beyond that there's also DBKL as well so the power supply you know everything's running on electric now right <laughs> so the travel lights are down so DBKL uh. issued statement said okay please take note that some travel lights are down uh, please drive carefully you know uh. be courteous and all that stuff yeah and they yeah. also I think deployed a number of uh, traffic wardens uh, to help with the traffic flow yes uh, in Kuala Lumpur Okay, so a few things to unravel here. 2.2 gigawatts of power, that's 10% of the total power demand uh, in West Malaysia, not even the whole country, right? So yeah. Sabah is different. Yeah. So, so would you classify this as a major outage? Um, kind of. I think especially it involves uh, Klang Valley and also where most industries are located. Mm, Penang most as of well. the factories, right? Factories, yeah. Uh, so uh, two of the country's major cities like Penang and Kuala Lumpur Klang Valley, Klang Valley yes. affected by this uh, significantly affected by this yep. okay so the the thing the thing that i have i don't know i have a lot of questions and i feel like yes we all are the <laughs> dnb is kind of like brushing things aside by like trying to simplify what what went has, wrong? Right? What went wrong? Yeah. So they actually. So the official statement said that you know it's attributed by a damage caused by a PMU. Yeah. At a Yong place Peng. called Yongping North uh, in Johor. And what? Okay. First of all, what is a PMU? Okay. Based on a TMB's definition, mm. uh, this Raymond has a pull out document to, yep. uh, for reference to this. Mm. So they define a PMU as by the way is a interconnection point between a hundred thirty two kilovolt or 275 kilovolt grid to mm. the distribution system. So essentially, this is where electricity goes after it's moved from a power station along the natural grid before it's being converted to a lower voltage uh-huh. before going to your homes. So, so it's like you, a, kind of like a transformer, I feel. If you think of electricity like water and power like pressure, mm-hmm. so it's like water from a higher pressure to a lower pressure so that it doesn't blow up the pipes in your house. Yeah, so basically like trans- to convert it so that it goes to your house. Yeah. Okay, so I just I just have tons of questions. And okay, so there was, and then there was a statement from uh, the MBCO, right? Yeah, At the right. end of the day. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he, he said, well, everything was uh, restored. Uh, the rapid the speedy response or the speedy restoration. I'm, I'm not quoting him, I'm not saying this in verbatim, yep, but in essence, this is what he's saying, right? The speedy response to, the speedy recovery to the power outage is testament to the reliability of the power system in the country. Yep. Um, I don't even know where to start in terms of questioning. Okay, number one, how did the PMU get damaged? Yeah, that's not explained, but yep. uh, there's there's some viral videos going around showing like there's a fire, or some describe it as like a like a how you call that like an electrical flashover because you can see like blue lights, kind of like a scene from that Spider-Man movie. With yeah, 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 like like a Tesla coil, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. It looks like that. So that happened, but there's no explanation of what's the actual cause. Yeah, and that yeah. was my other question as well, right? So number one is what caused the damage. Yeah. Number one. Okay. Number two was how can 
such damage caused such catastrophic failure into uh, in the power system that it affected a lot of uh, states and a lot of people. Yep. Why isn't there like any redundancy involved mm-hmm. uh, in the system, right? Uh, especially for like RepiKL and stuff like that. Um, and then number three, uh, in his statement or and, and in all of the TNB statements uh, that we saw, there was no uh, mention of the fire. Mm-hmm. There is no mention about what the fire is yep. and whether the fire is related to the outages, whether the fire is even related to anything, you know, is if, if, even uh, whether the video is current, there is no mention of where the source of the video is. Uh, I th- I think what I'm not sure. Okay, so is there any like, in all fairness, uh, is there any credit where credit is due in this? Did, did TNB do anything right or not? I think firstly, um, kudos to them for providing regular updates because okay. I think they responded well in this mm-hmm. um, in terms of giving updates. Okay, number one, the analytic issue. So okay, mm-hmm. everyone knows. Okay, it's not me mm-hmm. because I think a lot of people first thing you think, ah, I forgot to pay bill. Is it? <laughs> but at least analytic. Okay, <laughs> it's our problem. Okay, there's this issue, the analytic, and they're trying to identify and try to fix it as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And also they give regular updates when most of the sites are up. They say, okay, we restore a lot of places, but Clang Valley uh, might take a long time. Mm-hmm. So at least they they give the updates. Mm-hmm. And then thirdly. I think to restore within two hours, 30 minutes is compared to other disruptions that mm. we've seen from telcos, from water supply. I yep. think this is quite fast to, in a way. Okay. Bec- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Credit credit where credit is. I, okay. I'm always putting on my skeptic hat, right? So the fact that the statement, so I'm holding on to the statement from the TMB CEO, right? Mm-hmm. And then the fact that it, it tries to kind of like f- blow over all this uh, and say like you know the severity. Okay, I get it. As a as a as a as a PR practitioner, I get that. Okay, you you have to downplay the crisis. You have to address that. Okay, it's under control, and you have to also say that. Okay, we you have to empathize. You know, yep. this this is in the playbook. But what's glaring for me is the the lack of information provided. First of all, uh, when he says some of the parts uh, were restored in twenty, 20 minutes. minutes, right? My my. If I was there, or if there was a press conference, I didn't know if there was any press conference. So, yeah. Okay, first of all, there was no press conference. Uh, we were so there were there were no questions asked. If I was there, if there was a press conference, my my uh, my question, my first question would be like, how many of the uh, facilities affected, right? Whether it's homes, businesses, yep. or, or whatever that were restored in twenty minutes. Yeah, because like we've seen like Ice Lango, right? Uh-huh. With the disruption, they will actually list they will out name the stations, right? They list the actual locations yep, yep. and how many million users will be affected. Yes, they actually named it, and then yes. they also said staggered, like okay, at this time, how many million homes were restored in terms of supply? At least there's some granular data. Yes, and yeah. that's a very good point because I'm sure Tenaganda Shell has the, the same data. Yeah. So why are they not following the same standard? Mm. Uh, this is works. Uh, this is involving energy facilities, yep. right? So it's water resources, right? Yep. So water and power. They should w- there should be like a standard operating procedure in terms of reporting, yeah, uh, or a, a standard quality assurance in terms of reporting. So because the where I'm coming from is with this this uh, most affected places were restored within twenty minutes. My question is how many? Yep. What is the percentage? Number one. Number two is. The areas that were restored in 20 minutes, was it restored by TNB or was it when the backup generators start coming in, coming online? Um, for me, I'm assuming since from TNB, it should be in terms of the power grid. But I don't homes. trust them. I mean... Because how would they know if they have gensets? That's another thing. Uh, and also, it's not their position to represent gensets as part of the recovery. 
Yeah, I, I give them benefit of doubt. I think that is the genuine places that are connected by TMB. Okay, I, yeah. I, I, I would, I would yield to that. But for me, it's like to have the transparency and the granularity in terms yes. of reporting would, serve, uh, would definitely help in terms of this reporting, right? Yeah, I agree. Like if they say, let's say they can give data, like okay, sixty percent will recover in twenty minutes. Okay, uh, that's even better. Sixty percent was recovered in twenty minutes yes. in these areas yes. involving X number of homes. Yep. Uh, involving X number of train stations and hospitals and whatever. Yeah, and at least like similar to like uh, uh, like uh, telcos, right? They'll mm. explain wha- how they did it. Like, yep. okay, we did rerouting from here and here and here. At least yep. there's some granularity. Same as IS Lango. They also said that oh, we also reroute from here here. At least you can have a better picture of what's going on. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, uh, from IS Lango and in credit, where credit is telecom Malaysia to a certain extent, yes. right? When there's fiber cuts, they will show a picture. Yes. Okay, this is the damage. Yeah. Uh, it's caused by uh, third party contractors or whatever. Yep. And cable the cable damage. is going to take X number of hours or X numbers of uh, number of days to fix. Uh, but we are rerouting traffic to this place and this, this place, right? Yeah. So, number one, they were not transparent. Despite being rapid in terms of the responses, they were not res- transparent. Number two, they were not clear on what caused uh, the failure. Uh, and then... Uh, and he also said in the statement, right, mm. the PMA breakdown was an isolated case and did not involve any damage and was fully operational. But if you've seen from the video of this uh-huh. fire, that, that looks like quite a serious damage. Okay. The way I see it, yeah, there, so, there should be more explanation to that, right? Yes, you're yeah. right. And and I want to add on to that to say that for them not acknowledging or dismissing that fire means that that fire is some way related to this damage. Yep. So what is going on? Yeah, I feel that there should be more explanation on this because, like, you can say, "Oh, I should rest assured that you know supply is guaranteed." But yes. the thing is, how confident are we that this will not happen to other PMUs around yeah. the country? Yeah. What is this? You know? Yes. Yeah. And and why is there like a single point of failure, right? Yeah, mm. exactly. Like I can discuss this. Like for example, if Telco and like Ice Longo, right? Mm. If something broke somewhere, right? Mm. Okay, we know. Okay, this is isolated case because it's connected to that area. Yep. Telco, let's say for example, one place maybe there's a cable cut or there's mm. a fire at the base station or mm. node. That area is affected. And I think everyone's wondering, like, how could one PMU in Johor mm. affect so many states? Yes. Yeah, so yes. that's an interesting question, but for, I don't have the answers. But mm. the way I look at it is, electricity is actually more complicated than it seems. Uh, because the way I look at it, uh, I'm, please correct me if I'm wrong, mm. is that um, it's all about building supply. So I think there's a lot of power plants around the country, yep. there's supply. So this so happened that this particular PMU is responsible for 10%. But the interesting thing is, how could this PMU go offline and only selected areas are being uh, blackout. Yeah, yeah, and that's 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 interesting to me. Yes, and I I'm not sure whether TNB has done it yeah. or not uh, because it's not mentioned in the statement. So when it was restored in 20 minutes, when the PMU was down, obviously they didn't fix the tw- the PMU in 20 minutes. Yeah. So what? What did it do? What did action? they do to fix uh, those locations? The, the, the things in 20 minutes. So is it related to the PMU or is it to, is it something else? Yeah. Correct. There's some conspiracy going on here, man. I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's conspiracy. No, For me, okay, it's like so. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so it's a, a conspiracy, but it's like really making me think. Right? What caused the problem? Number one. Number mm-hmm. two is why is TNB not forthcoming in terms of information? They can say that they are, but yep. there's only one statement, and yes. plus it was just a few social media postings. Yeah, On right. on updates. Yeah. Rather than okay, we've done the investigation. This is the cause. Yeah. And for me, that is a very concerning thing. So the conspiracy theory or the joke is, um, this is <laughs> yeah, like joke. a practice 
for election. Uh, election. Because if you remember the previous election when they were doing counting, some some places some places had blackouts, blackout. and then suddenly the counting was different or whatever. Yeah, I that's mean. a joke, lah. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so that's a conspiracy term. We're not endorsing it or anything. Yeah. But I think everyone in social media has also commented that at this they some some think it's a joke. Like, oh, maybe they're practicing for PIU. Okay, let's see how to simulate a blackout. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> but to not be really clear on what happened and yep. what did they do to solve the problem and what they're going to do to not make the problem happen again mm. is quite worrying to me, lah. Yeah, because for me, it's like you want to assure that uh, that this is like a. Uh, isolated case, right? Yeah. Prove it. I mean, show that. Okay, how? Why? Why did this happen in the first place? Because, mm. okay, to be fair, electricity uh, supply in West Malaysia is pretty stable, uh, compared to yes. other states. Yes, uh, I, 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 yeah. I agree. Yeah, if I from mean... Sabah, you know what's going on. <laughs> so, so yeah, so yeah, we all have. I think in a way, we all have um, trust that okay, electricity supply is always ongoing because. It's, it's always there. It's always there because uh-huh. the, the common problem is no water. Yes. No, a telco line is down, uh-huh. but hardly we hear electricity supply. So for this thing to happen, it's like okay, something is up. What's going on? Yes. Now for, pe- for it to happen and for it to happen at such a scale, yeah, is, raises question. Yes, yeah. raises question. And for a response to be so Simple. basic, yeah, raises a lot of questions. Yeah, they need to provide more information, like because it's so reliable. And this thing happened, like. Is it because you know are we uh high cutting cost somewhere or are we neglecting something? Why this happen? So there's a lot of questions there. So the best way is for them to address it once for all, saying okay, you know what we have this in place, uh-huh. but just what happened? This specific incident is out of our you know our redundancy plans or something like that. Then they can and we're going and we learn from this and yes. we're going to put these things so that it, this doesn't happen. Yeah, as I, I think one good example was Cellcom. So there's one time this outage I think was in 2020. So what happened was that uh something happened. I think there's a router or something that that. That uh, not like your home router, no like home router, industrial grade router. Yeah, uh-huh. I think something cog out something, uh-huh. <laughs> and then they said that okay, the analysis is issued. They say they have that they have redundancy in place, mm. but it's not enough, so they go to double that. Yes, yeah. So at least they they this a plan is a statement to to reinforce that okay, we analysis is issue. Mm. This falls between the cracks. We're going to patch this up. Mm. Yeah, and then another bigger question is. The minister or ministry that is In overseeing energy, yeah. uh, energy and and works whatever it is, right, has been super quiet about this. Yep. So if I was the minister, so the 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 things that can be done with all the sequence of events, right? So power outage, okay, correct. Uh, it involved uh, 10% of the power demand in Peninsular Malaysia. It's major, yeah, major, right? 10% of the power power demand in the country. Might affect maybe thirty, fifty percent of the population. You don't know, yep. right? It might affect people in the hospital. It yep. might affect manufacturing. Yep. It might stop uh, production line. It might screw up a lot of things. Yes, you don't know. So it's major. Goes without saying. Yeah, some people got stuck in lifts. Yeah, for hours, right? Yep. It goes without saying, right? And then after that, there was a statement to say, "Oh, we managed to fix it. Uh, energy supply is rely- reliable." <laughs> I don't think that's a message that I want to hear. Okay, okay. So that's that's the and, that, and yeah. then and then the case is closed, right? Yeah. Now, where is the minister? Who is the minister? Taki Yudin. And why? For me, the sequence of events should be okay. CEO issues a statement. Mm-hmm. Minister should then come in and say, "I am ordering a detailed investigation as to what happened." To uh, uh to allow this uh, uh uh failure to happen. Yep. And uh, I give them one month to give a full report on this incident, and we will make this report public. Yes. 
Wouldn't that be better? Yeah, it's like what happened to the you know the LRT uh, accident happened. Yeah. So yeah. the minister of uh, uh, transport is mm. he ordered uh, Rapikel, and Rapikel and all that to uh. conduct a detailed investigation yes. to come up what happened. So and then they did publish uh. the report and they actually put in in place like okay, what are the measures to prevent this from happening in future. So yes. at least there's a transparent report. You can see something's been done, lah. So the other thing that's fueling this conspiracy is why isn't the minister saying anything? Tak boleh harap lah. <laughs> Tired already. Okay, okay, so what? Okay, what do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, am I being paranoid or am I being too skeptic? Am, am, am I putting my, am I putting on my skeptic hat too tightly, <laughs> or does my questioning have validity? In there is something really fishy going on here. I don't think it's anything fishy, but for me, it's that um, I it think, is fishy. Okay, yeah. never mind. Okay, you go ahead and finish what you want to okay. say. Okay, th- okay. For me, is Failures can happen. I mean, anything can go wrong. Can yes, go wrong. I agree. But this thing happened, but for me, is that the communication could be much, much better. Yeah. Because for me, it's like I said just now, right? Is this a one-off incident or is this a sign of a bigger crack that's happening yes. in terms of our power grid? Is there are we having some issues with grid? Like, is there something we need to maintain or mm. whatever? Mm. We don't know. Yes. And to and to solve this problem, what needs to happen? A proper investigation. Yes. The minister needs to call for a proper investigation. And then at this time, at the time of recording, we haven't we haven't seen any statement from the Energy Commission, the Surahan Jaya Tanaga. Yes. yes. Like for example, Telco, if uh. something happens, right? MCMC will, oh, MCMC will come in and say, "Oh, this shouldn't happen. This should provide compensation." Blah 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 blah. Yeah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yep. I guess you know why because usually once we record the show, then <laughs> after that something will happen. Yeah. So by the time this video is released, I think you probably see some statements from minister and yeah. the commission. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Just re- remind everyone this recorded on twenty eighth of uh, July, uh, about exactly twenty four hours after the power is restored. Okay. So now, uh, CEO of TMB, that uh, Dato Baharin did. Mm-hmm. Uh, his statement says that we have been able to solve the problem of disruption in a reasonable period, and there are even areas that recorded that that recovered within 20 minutes after the supply after supply the supply was cut off. Yeah, the restoration of supply could be implemented efficiently as a result of TNB's continuous investment in modernizing the grid, including digitizing it so that the supply network is more stable, flexible, and consistent. Yep. I don't believe this because they didn't say what they did. Exactly. I mean, yeah, they can say all they want. Yes, we, yeah, they did do investments in the grid, modernizing it, you know, yes. put smart meters and all that. But the thing is, it still failed. Like, what actually caused this, right? So, we need more clarity. That's what I think. Yeah, and then yeah. he goes on to say, our ability to restore supply today is due to TNB's large and continuous investment to upgrade the system with the support of the Energy Commission And Minister Ministry of Energy and Natural Resources. Why the pandering? Yeah, exactly. Like for me, it's what's like, going on here? Yeah. <sighs> what about? Okay, this is not the statement in full. Yeah. But what about the people who are affected? Yeah, businesses who have you know they, they I'm pretty sure some businesses incur losses. For A- sure. Airlines flights some flights are delayed. Mm. Yeah. Also, like the rails down, it will affect people going to meetings. Mm-hmm. People were stuck in stuck in really? elevator. There's a lot of productivity productivity time loss in that two hours plus. So as a as a as a as a case study of of how to write a statement after a crisis, this is a terribly written statement. Mm. I mean, his his apology wasn't even empathetic. Yep. I think right, people who this reminds me of that 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 guy. I forgot what's his name. Which one? Uh? You don't provoke provoke. Oh, Tajudin. Ah, yeah. It's like there's no empathy. You know, it's the ventilation or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two, the two train kiss lah. 
Like that lah. <laughs> it's terrible, man. Yeah. It's, it could be done better. We all agree. And then if you want to talk about reliability, you don't need to mention it if it's reliable. Prove it. Prove how you're going... How, prove to the people that, okay, this is really actually the case. What actually went wrong? Yes. And how can this be pre- prevented in the future? Because your words mean nothing unless you show something to the people. Yes. So if it was me, I would start off with a statement to say that, okay, uh, these number of people were affected. Countless people were affected. Yeah. Countless... Businesses, Business, uh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And we, break down, yeah. And we share their, we we sympathize and share their grief or whatever. Yes. Uh, and we will do all that we can to help uh, and support. Yeah. Start with that. Yeah, that's not a lot better. At least yeah. empathize with people. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, say you know, um, TMB has always been committed to provide uh the best power supply in the country, and we've always been known for our reliability and, and all that stuff. Yeah. And I don't know whether you want to say this, but you've mentioned, right, uh, it has been 10 years since such a major outage has happened in the country. Yep. Uh, so we, we debated on whether to say this in the statement because it might kind of like equate what happened on Wednesday yep. uh, to be a similar magnitude to what happened 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, so you might or you might not want to put that in. Or maybe just being forthcoming like, but it, say we, you know, we put investments to make sure reliability, but unfortunately in this instance, we let you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. And this is something we want to prevent in future and we're going to have thorough investigation, blah, blah, blah. If you have the answer already, okay, yes. we found a, the cost of the problem is caused by this yes. and so happened that, you know, uh, this thing is caused by what and then here's what we're going to do to prevent this from happening in yes. future. And to and and if you are so um, reliable and 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 okay after that is chest thumping right restoration of the uh, supply could be implemented efficiently because of the continuous investment blah 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 right okay walk the talk even if the minister didn't call for an investigation say that you will do a thorough investigation independent and audited. and it will be submitted to the minister be proactive yeah and it will be made public yes yes yeah. So that at least in a way, if let's say there's something wrong with the the, the with the network mm. and something needs to be invested to solve problem, at least people will know. Okay, you know what? TMB has been serving very well for these years, but this instance, there's some shortcomings. We need to fix this problem. Yeah. At least everyone knows. Okay, this is something. This is investment that needs to be made. At least yeah. it's clear, lah, transparent. Yeah. So TMB, that's uh, some tips for us. If you wanna <laughs> free, 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 we free, give free. it for free. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. no charges. It's uh, our public service. Yes. To the people of uh, the country. Yeah. Um, I guess we've covered pretty much any everything. Uh, now the question is: yep. um, power outage, water outage, internet outage. <laughs> which which one is worse? Okay, I think I can leave your internet for a while. <laughs> because okay, to for me, important. Impo- I mean, you can yeah. live without power for with, for a while. You can live without water for a while. You can live without internet for a while. Okay, <laughs> there are two things here. Water, uh. right, is for sanitation. <laughs> you need you need to shower. You need to flush the toilet. Actually, it pumps your whole home, and especially we're living in Malaysia, right? Mm. Weather so hot. At least a fan, right? <laughs> you need that as well. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. also, like we also talked about this earlier. It's like uh, discussed this earlier. Okay. okay. At least with water, right? Uh-huh. You can stock up. Yes. Go well, and then you. Or you have a water, water tank. tank. A lot yeah. of houses, apartments, hospitals, hotels. Yes. Have water tanks. Yeah. And so also, yeah. the outage wouldn't be felt immediately. And also, as a mitigation plan, mm. like I slung the water utility companies, they will send water trucks. At least, it's not the best solution, but at least there's a way to bring water to the to the affected areas. Okay. At least there's something. Yep. But if electricity goes down, uh. what can they do? 
Houses don't have backup generators. It's not you like... You can't store... I mean, you can store in batteries, but houses don't have batteries. It's not like TNB can send power trucks to your house to connect, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think there are some genset solutions. They can, but... but, but it's, it's going to be logistical nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then... Yeah, so... But in terms of necessity, for as a human necessity, I think... Wa- I say water's more important. Water is important, but in terms of... Okay, in this context, in terms of disruption, I think water... It can be managed better, but electricity you can't. Like for example, if this power outage, trains can run. I don't think how much because they need a lot of power, right? I don't think you can keep up backup power for trains. Yeah, I mean I agree with you. But yeah, without power is quite difficult. Lah. Yeah. There's no AC, we cannot do work. Yeah. Without water you can still do work. I mean people in the office can still do work. You, work. you can buy water from somewhere from the store. What yeah. Sucks, <laughs> yeah, or you can work at home, right? Yeah. Yeah. Without power, you can't work in the office, you can't work at home. Yes. And we're fortunate that this outage is not like full blanket out for Hong Kong Valley because we're fortunate our office is still operational. Yeah. So imagine some people who whose office is blackout uh-huh. when they go home, right? Okay, uh-huh. I'm gonna work from home. He go home, he's also no electricity. Yes. Right? What difference does it make? And imagine if our office was affected, we couldn't even write the stories. Exactly. Yeah. So we're fortunate that yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, even if your laptop have power, right? But imagine your your Wi-Fi is down. Yeah, internet is down. And then at that time, most people will switch to mobile network, and the mobile network yeah. will be con- super congested. No, if it's here, then the mobile network might be down as well. Possible mm. if there's there's no gen sets because yeah. it looks like not all base stations has backup power. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Which one's more critical to you, water or electricity? Yeah. Or and, internet. And whether there's something fishy going on with this TNB power outage? I don't know. I still, I don't feel good. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of things they need to answer. La. I feel or like there's something going on. Yeah, because like they said, right, like we said, right, 10 years, no issues. Why now? Why? What's going on? So we're not fueling the conspiracy theory. Like Alex said, right, this practice run for GE is, is a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. At best. Yep. But questions need to be answered. That's uh, that's where we're coming from. And yeah, another thing during the blackout, right? I mm. saw some people making a joke about, hey, look at those EV drivers. How are they going to charge now? <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? Even if you're driving like an internal, internal combustion engine car, right? I mm. uh, guess the, some pedal stations were actually down because you need electricity to actually operate the pump. To power the pumps. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Actually, if you are driving an EV, you are actually in a better position because some EVs, like the Hyundai Kona, and, Ionic. Uh, the Ionic, right? Yes. Uh, you can actually reverse charge. Um, not reverse charge. You can actually use the, power, the electricity power from the car to power appliances at home. Yeah, they got, they have this uh, vehicle to load function. Yeah. It's available on the Ionic 5 and the Kia EV6. So you can plug in your rice cooker, your, your washing, fan, machine, washing machine, dryer, whatever. Lah. Even you, go, you can even plug in your house if it's like so equipped that like, <laughs> you can run your house. Okay, I think just overload. <laughs> uh, the also, if you are in an EV that doesn't have the V two L, um, you can actually stay in the EV longer ex- yeah, without without uh, wasting petrol and uh, exhausting fumes. Exactly, you can chill in your car for a while watching I don't know Netflix, Netflix or whatever. Charge your phones. Yeah, in the car. and you can charge your phone. Yeah, exactly. And your laptop. And, yes. and stuff like that. So, actually, being an EV, being in an EV is. Bet- having an EV is better during a power outage yeah. than having a car. Yeah, unless you're like down to 0%, la, that's your problem. Actually, you shouldn't have your EV down to 0%. Yep. You should minimum have it down to 20%. All right, it's that uh, time of the show again where we respond to your comments. Uh, and this is, uh, these are comments from our previous Let's Talk About episode. Uh, it talks about the Honda HRV. Is it better than a 
Toyota Corolla Cross. Mm -hmm. So we found three quite interesting comments and we're going to read them for you. Um, Comment number one is from Ayman Fitri OIV. Uh, And he said, uh, it's a very good car, but unfortunately, some people say the safety ADAS feature wasn't good as other rivals. Even recently launched, Alza has a better safety ADAS feature than this. Hmm. Do you have any comments? Um, which one specifically? Because from the way I see, they're quite similar as well. you got linking assist, you got autonomous emergency braking, and uh, you know, basically, the Alza's also using the camera-based system. There's no radar. Mm. So I'm not sure how is Alza better. But like we discussed in the show, that um, the Corolla Cross has radar sensing. So to me, I think that's more reliable. Uh. Yeah, and yeah. I also mentioned in the show that uh, it doesn't mean that if a car had, if, if, if cars have similar features, like if you check all the boxes, uh, they function similarly, yep. right? So one example is 360 cameras. Yep. Some cars have really good 360 cameras while others have terrible 360 cameras. So the contrast to that is like a Mercedes 360 camera is so much better than a Volvo's 360 camera. Yep. So the only way for us to find out about whether the HRV has a uh, worse ADAS than uh, an Alza is for us to like, did you try it out? Oh, yeah, try it out. Try Test to the bang, car out. Try to bang different types of objects. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Ayman, when we have the car for review, we'll take note about all these safety features and we'll try to figure out if it's any better or worse than uh, its competitors. Yep. Right, the next comment is from Prem Rai. Uh, he says, the lack of front sensor, 360 camera, blind spot monitor, and rear cross, uh, he means rear cross traffic, uh, yeah, alert. alert. Yes. Uh, really ridiculous at 140,000 ringgit. Uh, nonetheless, saving around 2,000 from SS- SST discount will offset buying the front sensor and at least front camera from Shopee. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it depends on priorities. Mm. I, I do agree that, you know, like, you know, how come like Toyota can bundle front sensors, uh, you know, rear cross and blind spot monitoring. I think blind spot monitoring, it should be quite affordable, I feel. Uh, it should be included. But if you look at the pros and cons, right, like for me, the biggest offender for the Toyota Cross is the, the manual foot-operated foot yeah. parking brake. Yeah. If you ask me the trade-off, whether you want that or this, I'll prefer the electric parking brake while sacrificing the front sensor. But well, for me, but I don't, this I don't is safety that. first, man. Which one? Uh? All this luck. Right, blind spot monitor, yep. uh, rear cross alert, rear cross traffic alert. These are all safety features. I've been driving a car with a blind spot alert. And, <laughs> and I always look at my mirrors Sound all the time. Sound like an uncle. <laughs> no, I actually do. I actually look at sides all the time. I don't even trust my side mirror size. I look at the side a bit. And True. To, to be honest, right, I've mm. seen drivers right with blind spot alert systems. Right, they don't even need. But they, they ignore. Yeah, the like, thing was like, I, it's I'm, in the, yeah. I'm in the car next to the car that's going to merge. Right? I yeah. can see the blind spot so uh, yeah, alerting. But the alert is like, whatever, I'm just going to go inside. Yeah, so there you go. It's out <laughs> at the end. It depends on driver. Also, it depends on what you need, lah. But for me, it's like, yeah, it's nice to have. But among the two cars, I'll take the car with the electric parking brake. That's my, my without. Nose. Yeah, okay. With electric parking brake. Oh, uh, with electric. Okay. Yeah. Um, I agree. Electronic parking brake with auto hold so much better than manual. Um, but I, 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 and I don't really need the three three sixty camera. I don't need the blind spot monitor. Rear cross traffic alert 50-50 for me. Uh, I drive a first gen uh, Kia Car- Kia Grand Carnival, not the first gen one. What? But the, the newer one. The 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 Grand Carnival, but the first batch, the CB one. That's basic. Doesn't have anything. Uh, no blind spot, no whatever. 
Um, and I'm fine. I don't need the rear cross yeah. alert. I, I think the, if you have a wide enough uh, rear view camera, you're fine. But what I would like is front sensor mm-hmm. and a front camera. Do you need front sensors? Because... For large cars, I can understand. Because you want to squeeze as much as possible, right? Uh, I don't know... Whether it's because the curbs in Malaysia are not standard, ah uh, yes, <laughs> or what, but okay. I need it to just show me there is a curb there. That's my concern because some car parks you don't realize actually there's a curb at the yeah the, to stop like a stopper. The curbs before the line, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. not in front of the line. Yes, yes, that's my concern. Yes. So the concern is sometimes the the height is not standard, right? And the height is just right that it can get under your bumper. Yes. But then when you reverse out, it takes your bumper with you. Yeah, that's damn stupid. <laughs> like, it, like you either make it higher so they can see or make it low enough, it won't hit your bumper. Yeah. Okay, I think that we can be addressed if we've got front camera, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd really like a front camera, whether it, yeah. whether it's a small car or... Because, number one, the curbs, and then um, is that, that squeezing in, right? Yep. Sometimes when you are not familiar with the car and you're going into like a really tight car park where you have to go down a basement yeah. or whatever. And you're not familiar. Yes, yeah. that front camera really helps. 360 is kind of a distraction, to be honest. Mm. Even the good ones. I mean, the good ones are okay, lah, but the... 50-50 ones and the terrible ones, I turn it off, actually. Yep. I'd rather have the front camera. Okay, so kind of agree with you, Prem. Some of the items are required. Uh, but what I don't agree is don't buy third-party stuff from Shopee. Yeah, I mean, you could, you, you guys your luck. La. <laughs> better, better go to a legit shop to get it. Sensor, um, okay. Front camera, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy from Shopee, I don't mind. Uh, just make sure the brand is good. Yeah. Um, but 360 camera and all that don't bother. Aftermarket 360 cameras are terrible. Yep. In my experience. All right. Uh, last comment is from Anandan uh, Anandan Ta- Tangasami. So he said, uh, "Good day, Amin and Alex. Very good constructive discussion. At minute thirty two point fifty five, supposed to talk about the importance of front sensors. Mm. Love to hear more about that. Uh, one more point. Only HRV E." Have RS model equipped with front auto wiper. Yeah, that's true. Yep, the the wipers part. Okay, yeah. so let's talk about the front sensors. Oh, we actually talked about we the front sensors. Yeah, we talked about that already. Yeah, so, so the parking, uh, it's good for parking, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, HRV does not have front sensors. They don't have. The uh, yeah. front cross has it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a terrible omission. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird because uh, yeah, I I do agree. Maybe their justification is oh, it's a small car. It doesn't need a front sensor. Yep. But the way the car is designed and the way new cars are designed because of regulations and stuff like that, because of uh, pedestrian safety and all that, you really, it's really difficult to judge the front. Yeah, especially uh, if you just hop into a new car. Yeah, yeah with you, new cars, it's you, really difficult. You just don't know where the end ends. Yeah, yeah you, you don't know where the front ends, right? Yeah. Um, like I said, I would really like to have front sensors simply because the curbs are not standard. Yep. Uh, and I'm seriously really scared that if I run into a curb, it's going to pull the bumper out. <laughs> um, and it just allows me to squeeze in more into a car park if I park forward or yep. if I park parallel and yep. there's a car in front of me. And uh, in a basement car park, if you're like driving down or up and it's a new car or it's a new car park that you're not familiar with the space, front sensor really help with the, with the judging of that. How about doing traffic? Do do people use that during traffic? Because I remember like Mercedes get the sensor in the front, like tit, 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 tit. yeah, not not really a concern because if the sensor lights up while you're in traffic, you're already too close to the car in front. Mm. 
if you ask me. Yeah, you shouldn't be driving in the first place. Yeah. So yep. you agree? Should you should do do? Would you like a front sensor? And front For me. Camera? Nice to have, not a deal breaker for me, lah. Because the car is oh, more compact, so and I think it's about matter of getting used to the car. After mm. a while, you get used to it. I think first time you be, you park, you just park a bit further out, no shit, step out. Hey, still got space, lah. Then you move a bit, then you will be able to judge. I think it's it's, it's something they need to get used to. Just mm. test me. Okay, yeah. my concern is the price you pay mm-hmm. if you screw that up mm. in a new car, especially. Well, all. We all, it's like you know when you get new car first few first few years you baby after that ah whatever lah. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Okay, that's pretty much it. This is me reminding you guys that we are also available on uh, podcast. So just search for us. So Jinjo, let's talk about on uh, any of your favorite podcast platforms, and we're there. If you're listening to us on podcast, please do give us a five star rating because that helps us a lot. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, thanks very much for watching. Please do give us a thumbs up if you like the video, and don't forget to subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. And finally, for those of you who have something to say or want to comment on what we talked about today, if you're listening to us on podcast, you are you can drop us a voice note. Just record yourself and uh, drop us a voice note at let's talk about at soyachinchow.com. Yep, and if you're watching uh, us on YouTube, just drop uh, your thoughts, uh, comments, suggestions in the comment section, and we're there. This is me, Amin, and it's Alex. Don't get caught out in a blackout. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>